The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Joining us on the show this week is Martin and Jude Folkman. They are the founders of the Independent Music Awards. Now in its 17th year, the IMAs are an annual celebration of the best in independent music, with its next award ceremony being held in New York City in 2019. The deadline for award submissions is December 7th, and you can find out more about the IMAs by visiting www.independentmusicawards.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin and Jude Folkman are on the Break the Business podcast. Hey, guys, welcome for, to the show. Hey, Ryan, thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Well, Hi, Ryan. I've been a big fan of the show you guys have put together for a long time. As I told you all during the pre-interview, a lot of friends of the podcast have won IMAs, have been nominated for IMAs, and so it's been a long time coming to finally get you guys on the show and celebrate the great work you do with your award show. Let's start from the beginning. Tell us a bit about how the IMAs got started. What motivated you two to create this program 17 years ago? Well, we, we launched the Independent Music Awards the year after we published a print directory called the Musician's Atlas, which was a contact database that we produced for the independent music community to give them basically level the playing field and to give them the essential contact information they needed to book club gigs, to find managers, to find labels, basically to do give them all the information they needed to do to book, you know, basically uh, guide their own career. So our goal with the Atlas uh, was to provide the contact details. And uh, with the first edition, when the first edition of the Atlas hit the market, we felt that the next step was to provide a platform for artists who we met along the way to honor their achievements. And so that's why we, uh, we launched the Independent Music Awards. Oh, I can really appreciate that. It sounds like everything that you guys do is rooted in a place of love and admiration for the indie content creators out there, which very much is what fuels what we do around here. So I'm glad we have a kindred spirit. Let's talk about this award show because there are a lot of listeners who I know would be eligible to submit their stuff to the IMAs. And I would selfishly love for somebody who listens to this show to, to win some awards. So let's, let's talk about the eligibility. What kind of artists are eligible to submit music? music. Uh, how do you sort of draw the line for independence uh, such that they would be eligible for the IMAs? Okay, so the way we define an independent artist is any artist who is either self-released, who puts out their own CDs, or any artist who is signed to an independent label. Uh, so we get, in, we get uh, entries from uh, all walks of the independent music community, and it's a global phenomenon as well because m most artists aren't signed to major labels anymore. Major labels are only interested in you know tens of thousands, if not millions, of sales. Uh, our artists don't typically fall into those numbers, and so we open the door to the artists who don't have mainstream music success or mainstream music recognition. 
Well, although it's really, it's a broad, broad spectrum because we have artists who for their debut album go, uh, are, win an award and that we've had uh, Reeve Carney is one, one of uh, our debut album winners. Megan Trainer was a nominee before she became all about that bass. Mary <laughs> one of her early ones, J.D. McPherson. And then we also have artists like Macy Gray, uh, Jackson Brown, John, John McEwen from Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. So we have artists at every stage who are creating great music as independent artists without the safety net and support of a major label or any other big backer. So they're putting out extraordinary work just truly as, as a, as a, because they have, have to, and we're trying to be able to get, get them more notoriety, more attention because we have all the contacts in the musicians Atlas database. We're also able to bring them in front of bookers and radio programmers and press as well. So we try to support them as, as they're making their way up. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, whether you're Jackson Brown and you're releasing your music on your own independent label after having gone through the major label system, or whether you're an up-and-coming uh, newcomer, uh, I can think of incredible artists that we've kind of discovered through our program, like Pokey Lafarge and Farris and Jason Romero and... Uh, uh, Lacuna Coil uh, introduced their first album to our program. I mean, no matter what end of the indie spectrum you're on, it always helps to be able to add that notoriety of having been recognized by your peers and by major talent in the industry. Your, your peers and respected ears. <laughs> no question. And I can't believe all the prominent names that, you know, have IMA on their resume. That's really, really exciting. And so for the artists that want to submit for these awards, how diverse is the genre array for potential awards that you can win? Like, do you guys have lots of different genres that you give awards for? Everything from acapella to world. It's it's everything in between, I think. So in the song categories, we have 37 genre categories. Uh, same thing with albums. Uh, it's about 37 genres overall, but, uh, EPs, we, we break it down to 10 because, uh, we try to group, create groupings that make it more, you know, more specific for artists like roots and country. Whereas in songs and albums, we'll have alt country, uh, country, bluegrass. We get more specific in the song and album categories. EPs tend to be more of an agglomerate. And then we also have categories uh, that are love song, cover song, social action song, eclectic, because we were coming across so much great music that really just couldn't be stuffed in a certain genre title. So we have eclectic. <laughs> uh, and now how are winners selected for IMA awards? Well, uh, they have to pass through several rounds of preliminary reviews by nominating judging panels in order to become one of the 450 nominees. Many of the nominating judges were nominees from the previous program, and they select uh, up to four in each of the categories that they're reviewing. And then we have an online poll 
for uh, fans to vote for their favorite songs and music videos. And one in each of those categories becomes the fan-selected nominee. And then all of the nominated material goes on to the final judges who, uh, who are, select the winners, who, who select the, the, the winners. And then the fans all also get one fan vote at the end as well for a fan in each category. Oh, very nice. And and so the the, the ju- judges who make the final votes, these are sort of like people who are connected with the IMA, past winners and nominees, things like that? Yes, but we also have, you know, high profile uh, artists who have many of whom who have been with our program for many years, like Tom Waits and uh, Suzanne Vega and a number of other artists, uh, Amy Lee of Evanescence. I mean, these these are artists who have been with us for many years who continue to support independent artists. So we have high-profile artists, we have high-profile professional uh, industry, industry professionals, and uh, just it's it's just artists supporting artists and industry supporting them as well. But Jude Jude, you know, basically mentioned that uh, last year's winners helped select this year's winners. So it's a way of you know kind of uh, passing the baton, if you will. I love that. Now, artists, if you are listening to me, if you're within the sound of my voice, selfishly, I want somebody who listens to this podcast to take home some IMAs next year in 2019. So as we said in the intro, the deadline for award submissions is December 7th, so it's coming up quick. But I believe if, and, and you guys, uh, uh, Martin and Jude, you can correct me on this, if you've released some, if, if what you're going to enter was released between late 2017 and all the way up till early 2019, uh, your work could be eligible for consideration for next year's awards, right? That's correct. We, we try to put the widest net out in terms of a time frame uh, because a lot of artists have not, you know, they, they'll hear about the program, you know, a few months after they release something. So I believe that the uh, eligibility period runs from, I believe, the beginning of October 2017 through the end of January 2019. Very, very cool. Guys, uh, again, I really want somebody from this show to, to take home some IMA hardware. I have a great amount of respect for this show. So, yeah, cool. All right. Uh, that's, uh, you know, truthfully, Ryan, selfishly, we built this program for ourselves because this is our, our discovery platform as well. Uh, we love discovering new artists. Uh, as I, All the artists that I mentioned before, like Pokey Lafarge, Farris and Jason Romero, J.D. McPherson, uh, I mean, a band called Girly Man. Uh, I mean, some incredible music. We never would have heard about them had they not entered the program and, and brought, us to, brought them to our attention. Love it. So, love it. so yeah. let, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, we obviously, you know, you win the award itself uh, when you win the IMAs, but can you talk a little bit more? I know you talked about this a little bit, but I'd love for you to elaborate on what else the winners get when they win IMAs. All right. Well, what they receive is a tangible piece of paper that basically <laughs> is a certificate that they can demonstrate to their, uh, you know, basically show off to their friends, family, and industry people that they've been anointed, so to speak. But realistically, the more tangible component of the awards program is, 
is, is the recognition that it gives you and the ability for you to upsell your career to club talent buyers and to festival bookers. All the artists who have been in the program, whether they be Valerie June or you know, someone whose name you may not even be familiar with, they use the Independent Music Award accolade in their resume and it helps them you know, basically uh, achieve recognition. Well, we don't award cash or prizes because it's not a song contest. First off, it's an awards program. It's a it's a recognition of artistic excellence by art artists and peers that that you respect in industry pe people that you want to impress. So that is that sense of validation of achievement. For first off, is the thing that we hear again and again that is so important to them. And as Mark Martin said, it's useful also as they get better bookings and get uh, more attention from press and from, from radio as well. And then at the awards ceremony, it's an opportunity to be with other great artists from around the world in this one big love fest. And there's <laughs> opportunities to perform and to be in the spotlight. Where, where they deserve to be. And then there's the song and video uh, also have been voted on by fans. There's a song compilation that gets a 12-week radio promotion campaign. And there are other performance and distribution uh, and promotion opportunities throughout the year as they come up. Right on. I've come across a lot of artists who have uh, really seen their careers grow in a tangible way from being involved with this comp, uh, this competition and this award show because it, you know, it it again it is that accolade, but it's also just the you know the exposure that comes with it, the networking that comes with it, the promotion campaigns that come with it, um, and it's just so nice when you know in an, in an industry where it's so hard sometimes for indie artists to feel recognized to have a place like the IMAs that really devote all of their attention to recognizing the great work that indie artists do bless you guys so much for everything you guys are putting together here well thank you so yes, much Ryan we really appreciate your uh, your you, you know your recognition of it and your uh, spotlighting it in this in this program uh, one thing that Jude mentioned that I just want to highlight is uh, at the award show, we've, we've done it now for several years, and in each instance, each year, artists have connected with one another from around the world who, who never knew one another before and have gone on to create projects with one another, uh, you know, through, you know, online and other... other uh, we record they, together. Yeah, they record together and they, they've... Uh, record together toured and they've written together. And so it, it's really an incredible event uh, for, for artists to, uh, you know, celebrate their own work, but also celebrate the, uh, the community of artists that, uh, that they're a part of. I love that. And I got to say, I am a big, big fan of the strong international emphasis that the IMA has, uh, for sure. Uh, Martin and Jude, before we let you go, and I, I hope we can have you on again, particularly as we get closer to the awards, cause I want to keep, uh, ramping up the enthusiasm about it. But last question here, do you have any last tips to share with the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? Well, I guess, uh, one of the things that the I IMAs, as we were discussing is about is really about a community of artists. And I think that with you don't know where the industry is ever going to go, 
But if you talk to an artist and ask them about what they're doing, how they're dealing with their struggles and successes, I think you're going to learn more and make better connections. So I guess our tip would be to ask an art artist, share some something with an artist, and enter the IMAs. <laughs> Good dismount. Visit independentmusicawards.com, guys. Uh, deadline for award submissions is December 7th. It's coming up. Submit your work. Uh, Martin and Jude, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And thank Thanks. you all for listening to the Break the Business podcast. <laughs>